What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre, and I'm here with my buddy Chase. And today we are going to be talking about how to train jiu-jitsu hard while also maintaining safety and making sure that it's a productive kind of hard training. <laughs> I mean, we're just not tearing my body completely apart because I'm trying to train as hard as I can every day. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't be redlining the whole stinking time. It's not good for your body, and it's not always the most productive way to learn skills. Yeah, it'll be about rotating, right? It'll be about, about you know, uh, not staying in one place, like not focusing in one area, but rotating through areas and keeping your intensity across different areas and different ideas and tactics, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Like yeah, um, for sure. And uh, the kind of like the first follow-up question to how am I supposed to train hard is – why are you training hard? Yeah, and I guess maybe even define like training hard. Do you, do you mean just we're talking strictly intensity, right? Like training above a seventy percent output. Yeah, the whole time. That's what I whether, think about it. Yeah, yeah, whether I'm doing okay. Okay. Yeah, like we're we're not we're not talking about like I'd say that the average jujitsu guy or girl um, will probably be drilling at way too low intensity probably 40 30 40 percent um and then you got the rolling and the rolling can be either either 100 yeah. percent or or down near the 30 40 percent yeah and i guess a lot of times like i know me i get when i get in routines when i don't have clear goals set out as far as how i'm going to train intensity and i'm just training like okay, i'm gonna focus on kickboxing for a while so i'm just going to kind of go to all the jiu-jitsu classes that's funny that's kind of how i train but i uh i tend to kind of be that uh thermometer where depending on who i go with uh, i kind of adjust to that person so i might have a class where i have all easy rolls or all, all hard rolls because i don't have it set so yeah be, being intentional about your training intensity is pretty valuable so what we need to do is determine when we're supposed to dial it up. I, I feel like the training with high intensity is def it's definitely a part of the process, yeah. but I think it goes at the end. Um, and I also think that there's a big difference between hard drilling and hard rolling. Um, I like hard drilling, and when I say hard drilling, I mean getting as many reps as possible with some realism as far as resistance goes. Well, I kind of get a little... Uh particular i guess we talk about drilling and i want to ask like a lot of times uh, so i have like if I, if I write out a practice outline i'll have a technique period and then i'll have a drill period um you know and, and the drills are usually uh that's intended but and, and i guess that because i come from a wrestling background that's probably a clear difference there. You know, like we're, we're used to having, you know, a technique period. And the technique is where you're just kind of working through the move. But even in the technique period, it's a little harder than normal. And then then you have, okay, guys, get a drink of water. It's time to drill, hard drill, one for one. You know, and, and it's actually labeled as a, as a hard drill. And that kind of separates where your intensity is. You know, the technique side isn't really the part where we, where we stress the intensity. But it's when it's time to drill is where we start, you know, the drill intensity yeah, that's probably I, something that if you're going to train hard, needs to be kind of that drill set because that's where you don't get injured, those type of things. So I think uh, that's where you grow. That's where you get better is in that drill because it isn't live, 
but you're you're going hard kind of back and forth and you get a partner that you have good kind of uh chemistry with you can really turn it up you know me me and carrie have the ability sometimes to go probably as close to 100 percent as you can go yeah you know without injury and yeah. it's with injuries you know we're able to do so it's uh you know trying to find that partner you train hard with is important as well yeah i i the wrestlers definitely approach drilling differently yeah and i remember the first time that i drilled with bradley and uh pouring sweat by this and and he was just looking at me like hurry up come on you pansy right and and he was doing it and it (laughs) was like he was like just ready and and he the whole time he was like running the right percentage of resistance for me to keep moving through the movement but it wasn't easy at any point and uh I think depending on what school you go to, you may or may not get that. Yeah. Um, so if you're not at a school that has the the wrestler mentality, which probably most of them don't, then the way that we approach drilling has to do with talking to your training partner and being like, can you give me a little bit of a realistic feel yeah. to make sure that I understand what we're doing? Yeah. And you could even be like, can we try and get a few more reps in here so that we can get you know yeah let's try to get a few more reps let's try to get through this you know man I'm, I'm really trying to fill this one can you give me a little resistance here can you yeah and i'll do the same for you i'll let you feel like you feel this yeah that's that's a big that's a good one yeah and something else that we tend to do in our jujitsu classes is uh we'll go off offline with the drill yeah and uh i, I was that's part- huge holy cow <laughs> sorry uh. yeah it's 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 uh it's not the right way to learn um and it pisses your instructors off yeah, I, every I was, I, was I promise. Even if your instructor doesn't say it, he understands. He sees it. He's seen it. There's a reason why he is not looking at you anymore. Okay, wait. Yeah, I was. There's a reason. So, I promise. So, so this this uh, like story from this week. I was training with someone I don't normally train with, and uh, the whole time he was like, "Oh, let me do this thing off of this." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna keep doing what I was told." So every rep, I did what I was I was supposed to be doing, and then every rep, he was choosing something else to do, and I was like, "Hmm." And then I was I looked over, and Jeff was like. The disgust on oh, his you face. Better believe the it. disgust on his you face was unbelievable. It was really funny to me. I was like, I'm gonna keep my nose clean and do do the things I'm supposed to do. So uh anyway, tangent, tangent no, over. I kinda wanna do this. I'm tagging <laughs> on to the tangent. I've been in this multiple times because I'm such a almost sometimes where it's like, hey guy, you know, let let's break a little bit out of the bumper. You know, let's throw a jab before we do the the take the technique. But, you know, I, I'm real, like, I've, I've went with guys that have came in, UFC and Bellator. They, they've traveled in, and, you know, we're doing a drill where it's a one-two head inside single. And these guys will move around. They'll fight you. It's 30 seconds in, and I'm like, okay, are we sparring? <laughs> and then they do their technique. And then I'm as soon as they do their technique, I move. I move through the technique, and then it's their turn again. And it's like they look at me, and it's just like, no, like, we're, we're trying to do that. And, and – you know, then I always talk to you know our head instructor. I talk to Jeff, and I'm like, hey, like I know they're really good, and they're 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 where I'm trying to be, uh, but like, is that what we're trying to do? And he's like, fuck no, it's not what we're trying to do. <laughs> he said we're we're trying to work on something specific. Yeah. He was like, it, yeah, you, you make it a little feel back and forth. Mm-hmm. He was like, it isn't robot. We're like, oh, I don't move. He was like, but you know, you're working specific. Mm-hmm. These guys are where they're at because you know they're pretty good everywhere. We're trying to be specific now, you know, so it's, 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, yes, yes, yes. It's very interesting. Do, do what the instructors want you to drill. Uh, put. I always refer to it as bumpers. Put bumpers up. You know, it's okay if you're drilling uh, a triangle to arm bar. If you missed the arm bar and you stood up. But it wasn't like a you fought to get up. Like, you know, so just don't. If you're doing triangles to arm bars, you, you should not be on a knee bar. You know, little things like that, and guys will do it. I I watched. Uh, were you Were you on the mats watching yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was real thing, real stuff. <laughs> so yeah, talk talk to your partner. That's what all, our whole team was yeah, like. Yeah. That. Talk to your partner and be like, hey, uh, it, it's always good to give them like, uh, like, yeah. hey, so we're working triangles and arm bars. What I need you to do this time is this. Like, go ahead and give them like. In that scenario, people aren't like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. Most of the time. People will do it. Like, hey, will you squeeze out a little harder? Yeah. Even if they go too hard. Yeah. It's still getting your purpose, right? We're trying to pick our yeah. intensity and train it up. So. Nobody will argue with you if you say, can mm -hmm. we add a little re realism? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, the uh, Another important thing to keep in mind when you're talking about drilling hard is that it needs to stay a drill. Um, we, we're, not, we're not adding so much intensity that it becomes live rolling. And that happens too. You see yeah. it all the time. Like... And that's one or two things. It's either your ego is in the way, and you're having difficulty doing what you're doing, and you feel like you're so you, you I'm just going to win, or the drill is getting your heart rate up to a point where you cannot think clearly, and then all you do is go to the most basic fight. So like that's it's one of those two things. Yeah, usually is why you get outside of that. Kids are a little different. But when it comes to adults, that's kind of it. Like it's it's not a squirrel thing. Kids, you know, it's a squirrel thing. They just yeah, they just can't they can't stay lasered yeah. in the whole time. And kids, you put them in live to bring their focus back. But adults, like you, we have to work to have focus and to be able to put bumpers up um, and do that. You know, we we have to. Yep. Okay. Um, so, how do we handle hard rolling in a way that stays safe and productive? I like having kind of checkpoints in my training. Like, uh, okay, everything I do, like hand fighting is going to be intense and hard for me today. But, you know, once I get to the legs, I'm going to try to slow it down. A little. Like, I try to, within myself, give me little barriers. Like, okay, every time I find a front headlock today, I'm going to get after a front headlock. You know, and, and that's, that's one of the ways that, you know, I, I kind of adjust. Because, again, I don't, I don't want it to be kind of free-for-all. Um, you know, I want it to be specific and focused and that's where we really get, you know, gains out of it. So what do you, on average, we're taking, uh, people through early to mid blue belt. Mm -hmm. How do you think they should handle rolling hard? Man, it would, uh, trying to get, you know, uh, multiple passes, trying to get, uh, man, working like going with somebody that that is that you know will get like that's better than you. Be like, hey, listen, I, I'm really working on my side control escapes this week. Like, can you kind of put it on me a little bit in side control? There's not a single upper belt that's like, no, nah, I don't want to hold you down in side control. You know, like that that that's kind of a uh, one of our one of one of our MMA training partners, Chris Honeycutt. You know, I'm working on this octopus. I'm, hey, man, this is the octopus card I'm working on. Like, I'm trying to work on it over and over and over 
you're really good at that position. Like, like when we get to that position, let's turn it up. Like we flow, we flow. Oh, we found octopus guard, ready, go. You know that kind of thing. And, that, and that's we got really good chemistry. You know, so we work together. Me and Carrie's the same way too. So we find those positions. Like, hey, when we get to this position, we're gonna get after it. Um, that's uh, probably the easiest. That's my that's my route. I've heard people say um, when you're adding intensity, um, intermediate and lower, that you be intense defensively and you be chill offensively. How much do you, how much validity do you think there is there? Um, uh, my first knee jerk when you asked me, I was going to say, you know, maybe I would I would get after middle positions intensely, but that's kind of hard to explain the white belt and blue belt. You know, like where. I wouldn't really get after any techniques. I just wouldn't let anybody secure any techniques. I would stay inside of frames, and I would kind of make them never secure a position. So we would we would work on frames and middle ground, and I would be super intense and reactive to keep inside ties, keep my knees inside, to keep my elbows inside, to protect this space so they're not passing. Like little things like that, I would put extra intensity on winning my elbows back. So that that almost sounds like you're trying to win the transitions. Or, or stopping the transition. No, I'm being assertive. We've talked about assertiveness before. I'm being assertive to not give the position, to not give up spaces, and because okay. there's no technique there, so I, I probably, sh I don't know if I would win many positions just keeping frame unless they over top and I follow it and I follow them up, you know. So it's not even winning there. It's just being assertive to to watch yourself. Kind of like I talked about my kid Roland Bridget. Mm -hmm. You know, like just she's just super assertive with with all the spaces. She's not going to. Let me get inside. If I get inside Ty, she's not going to pass. You know, so it would probably be that. It's, it's not, not settling. Um, so, like, focusing on the the foundational skills that go all across yeah. the grappling? The, the framing and the, the and repositioning? Yeah, framing, repositioning, transitioning. Like, you know, uh, I don't know how intense I could be if I was just going to pass to side control and then pass to full mount. The round's over. You know, if I'm working on training hard, I probably need to, like, in that time right there, I probably should have transitioned to two or three positions. And, you know, it would be working on those transitions. Because as a white belt, blue belt, we should, and especially, you know, into our blue belt, like, we, we should have understanding of all the positions. So, like, now it's train hard, get to all those positions. Like, get through them. Like, that's how I would train hard, I think. I believe that's at least me. I, you know, wherever it's at, where I'm going through it. Like I'm not picking where I'm at. I'm not going to stall the go. If we're training hard, like we are, touch. Oh, now we're going. You know, there's not a touch unless. And that's my idea of playing. Yeah, so, solid movement. That's going to keep. Yeah, because that's going to keep growth in mind. Now I know we we could probably get ten athletes up here, and the other eight, maybe nine may say like no if I'm training hard I'm fighting for every position and I just don't want flow to stop if I'm training hard you know I want it to be trained hard to, to translate over to like real uh, again I wish I could just win every position that would be really really cool I wouldn't you know I, I would already be in the places I'm trying to go that type of thing but you know I, I obviously cannot just win every position but that doesn't mean I can't go hard in every position, you know, so that that's like. How how much do you think that people should be training hard to kind of like 
top off in terms of skill development. We're men. I'm men. Uh, obviously, there's some women that do it too, but like we're, I mean, a lot of them go to humans. We're human beings. Like we're tough. We're meant to be tough. We're meant to be tough. Like we're, we're not, we wasn't built to, to sit in air condition and sit on the couch. Obviously, you see it. You see what happens to people when that happens. Like, oh man, sad, uh, thinking of that, like not built to be tough. I went to a kid's field trip yesterday. Oh, man, we walked up 150 stairs, and I watched six kids have to hit their inhaler. Five of them were tremendously overweight. One of them wasn't overweight. She probably has some sinus. Some It was thin air down there underground. I get that. But from walking upstairs, man, like I, I watched it. So it's like, no, I, I think going hard, it, it might be best for that being hard like let's get callous let's let's know that we can go hard let's know that we're not fragile um, yeah that's probably the biggest reason like you come into a combat sport because maybe you've been sitting behind a desk maybe you know, you're looking for something like eh, like find out how find out that you are hard yeah remind remind yourself that you have a yeah. lot of a lot a lot there yeah, and I got yeah. chills talking about that because that's yeah. that's serious to me right now. Me coaching boys all the time, you know, raising kids, um, you know, and, and the kids I coach, it's, it's the same thing. It's I'll spend this, I'll spend just as much time with a fourteen-year-old fighter today as I will with my son, you know. So it's like I'm raising kids across the board. Like, and these kids are tough. Like yeah. you, can, you, you're tough. Like you can be tough. And I, I, you know, training hard. I think that's the biggest value in combat sports uh, for 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 norm. Obviously for fighters and stuff like that but for normal people for people that but back back then i fuck that normal people don't do it for for people that are trying to be more than normal people um you know because if you're going into a combat sport you're already deciding to do stuff that people don't do daily like people are scared of physical people will scream in your face and the second you put a finger on them, they'll curl up and fall um but they were tough up to that point so it's like you're already choosing something that, that that's making you different than normal so like understand that um yeah, I mean, the, the just the other day, I was like, you know, I've kind of been a pansy in the gym lately, and I was like, I'm going to remind myself I'm strong, and I started doing singles for deadlifts. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm I'm still strong. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, just last night I heard you literally during the kid. I, I looked at you and I was like, hey man, if you want to stop here, we can stop here. And he was like, if the kids can do it, I can do it. I was like, you're right. Shut up. <laughs> Keep drilling. Right. Yeah. Did yeah. That, and that that is what's funny is so I I kind of there was a there was a taller teenage boy and uh, there I was like, oh, look, look, this Chase was like, that's an opportunity. I'm like, you're damn right. It is. So so because because like my my wrestling skills are they're low. I It's because I didn't do it much and I don't have the foundational skills because I was never taught them. Even when I wrestled for a year, I wasn't taught how to move my feet. I wasn't taught how to to switch levels in an efficient way yeah. so like i'm we're like doing this and like by the end of it i'm just like pouring sweat yeah. and i look i look over at the advanced nogi class and nobody's like sweating after the drilling i'm like pouring sweat i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it was great it was great yeah, and then and then my son comes up he's like why are you so hot and sweaty i'm like well i was working why are as, you not? why are you not hot and sweaty i was Ooh. working harder than you buddy yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny. No. But yeah, no. like do as much as you can. And yeah. and when you your body is telling you to back off, that's when you back off. Yeah, it's that you, simple. Yeah. So periodize it. Pay attention to your body. 
you'll be able to self-regulate eventually, yeah. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, another thing, okay, we already kind of talked about how, I think, I let's talk more about how adding intensity adds to the skill development. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said about starting at lower intensities yes. and then ramping up. And wrestling, wrestling practices do a really good job of ramping it up over, over, yeah. the, over the course of the practice and yeah. even over the course of a season. Well, and all of the above, it literally starts on a micro level. In, in the course of that specific technique and drill, you know, it starts off, let's get the feel. Oh, now we're battling. And by the end, it's almost full. You know, like if I wish we could watch a, you know, a meter and it would be like, like, because that's what it does. You watch a wrestling practice. And, and then, you know, on the semi-level, and then on the next level, like you say, and then on the next level is the whole practice and is a whole season. That's the goal, you know, is really ramping it up. And I think, you know, because wrestling's been around so much longer and they've had seasons, like that's the periodization we should probably follow. And one of the only issues with wrestling, uh, not issues, but that we see over time is wrestling is too hard on your body to do that all the time. Grappling, jujitsu is kind of the the secret code, the cheat. Like you can literally be on the mats seven days a week. A lot of I get now obviously I know that that's but like as a as a professional athlete, I still can't wrestle seven days a week. Not one of the guys I'm with can wrestle hard for seven days a week. But we can wrestle hard for three days of the week and jiu-jitsu hard four days of the week. And that, you know, so like jiu-jitsu is kind of that, that middle superpower there. Like you can really, really, really train the way you're supposed to and, you know, skill development. It's big on uh, being effective, like skill acquisition, like getting good. Like you have to be able to execute, you know, so that, that intensity upping your – like me, uh, one of my issues, one of the biggest issues I have is um, the intensity of a fight. I, I haven't, a lot of times I don't match up to it. Um, I can, you know, to do the things that I can do at about 60 to 70%. If you if you pick 70%, 75, if we're not, there's, there's a point, I don't, parameter, I don't know where it's at yet. And, and I can go pretty hard, but like when we cross over a certain threshold, it's, you know, I, I don't have, the execution at that level of intensity but up to like 80 percent i can execute about better than anybody that i've ever trained with and then it seems like once we you know because training you can only get so intense you know the level of training that we're, we're we're comfortable with in a room that's not the level that takes me over that so it's it's super interesting to you know it's about execution so being able to up your intensity um, that's where you know it's real because I promise, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. Like competition is one thing, but, like, if you're having to test any of these skills, like, in a real-life situation, the intensity is going to be as high as it can possibly be. So we want to make sure that we're, you know, building scaffolding because one thing I would hate to do is, is think you've been hard, think this has been tough for two, three, four years, have confidence that gets shattered quickly in a situation because you wasn't testing yourself like in the fire with intensity. Yeah. You know, so you got to get that. We have to have Yeah, that. we need we need the stress inoculation too. Oh, we need it. Yeah. 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 Um so 
we have a few like um, smaller questions that I think would be valuable to talk about. Um, part of it is uh, part of the reason why people train hard is because they're looking for a workout. I actually think that there's better ways to deal with that. Um, if they're going hard 100% just because they want to get tired, they might not be learning efficiently. I actually think they should probably be doing like hit workouts or something if that's the primary goal because it's um because you're i i'm of the opinion that you're most of the time when you're on the mats it's to add to your skill level so if you're if you're looking to train hard just for that i think that you can accomplish more in 10 minutes of intentionally gassing yourself and then taking your time on the mat Maybe maybe accomplish more, but like you know, we're talking about the 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 norm, you know the business guy or the you know the the and this is a hobby. If you're coming into you know jujitsu as a white belt and a blue belt, like maybe you don't have that extra time for the extra work. Like I tell you, I would much rather do an hour of jujitsu than an hour of hit work or than an hour an of hour of hit work. I'd be on, I mean, I'd be dead than, on the than ground. An hour of high intensity, just in general, right? Not. Um, or, you know, an hour on a treadmill or an hour in a fucking conditioning class. Um, I would much rather do an hour of jiu-jitsu. And, and I know that, obviously, my views, I, ha- I have to, somebody called us out in one of our comments, right? I have to make sure I uh, shift through viewpoints because I, I've got to, I can look at it from different viewpoints, but, like, a lot of my training thoughts come from being a professional athlete, you know, and, and we actually move away from, conditioning and strength stuff is only beneficial if it doesn't hinder skill acquisition. So like me and Carrie can train hard enough to where we can get our conditioning and our strength work from our hard, intense training. We need the extra work on the side, the conditioning work for recovery. It's super interesting. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah. but that's why we do the conditioning work on the side. It isn't to get our conditioning better. You know, because we, we train to the point of that. So I, I, I don't know. I, th- I believe you could get your workout, get through it, through your level of intensity. Now, you are correct that I wouldn't. that wouldn't be the first because you, if you jump into jiu-jitsu as a white belt and trying to, okay, I'm going to try to get – you're not going to progress. You're not going to learn that kind of thing. But, like, you know, once I get – I think as a blue belt, you could definitely – you could earn your blue belt and say, okay – I have a good base, solid knowledge. Like a lot of police officers would get their blue belt kind of thing. And and now I'm just going to use jiu-jitsu as kind of a workout. I'm going to train hard. I'm going to train intensely. I'm going to mold my body, mold my mind. I think I could have value there. Um, now, I'm so big on skill development. skill. It's really hard for me to say that's a good way to do it. But I, it's better than yeah, I, wearing I, your blue belt on the treadmill. <laughs> it, it really, I guess it really depends on their goals. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I kind of assume that everybody's goal is to maximize skill development, but I actually, that's probably not true. Like, I think that a lot of people uh, train jujitsu to get a sense of community while also working out. And uh, if that's your goal, then maybe you add intensity, yeah, especially I mean, like, and pick your, pick your training partners that also want that. People play church league basketball or, I mean, church league something basketball back. Yeah softball like yeah. Yeah. like a lot of people play mm-hmm. and 
they they're not playing to to become better softball players. You know, obviously they they've been hitting a softball their whole life, so they can get better at hitting softball. Yeah. You know, it's like the guys that are in there just for community, just for socialization and, and a little workout, they're still going to get better over time. You know, just obviously not as fast as the Kerry Millers. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the people who are focusing yeah. on the skill. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, don't, don't, uh, don't go crazy hard on people who are not on the same page. <laughs> there's, there's some social considerations <clears throat> there. Um, yep. Always communicate. Always communicate. We're big on that. I know we talk about that all the time. Yeah, in our that's podcast. because that's what, that's what yeah. people need to hear. Yeah. Look right at people and say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to train a little harder. Is that okay with you? And listen, people will say no sometimes and that's fine too, mm-hmm. but you need to let them know, like, don't fucking touch your hand and go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you'll eventually gravitate towards the training partners that have the same, uh, philosophy as you. Yeah. That'll yeah, yeah, happen. Yeah. It'll yeah. happen. I promise. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully that helps you decide how and when you should train jiu-jitsu hard. There's, there's quite a bit that goes into it. Um, I like the idea of drilling with intensity, kind of like ramping up and ending in the rolling part for yeah. class. If you can make that happen for yourself, or hopefully your class is just structured that way. It depends, it depends on the school. But there's a lot to be said for that and maximizing your skill development. Definitely. And I think uh, maybe put a little star at the bottom, a little pro tip. Um, you know, uh, one of the best ways to train jiu-jitsu hard is to recover hard, recover properly. You know, so that's your your little pro tip there. You know, make sure you're recovering properly. Take take the take the time. I think we've talked about it a little bit before, but, you know, uh, it's about timed eating. It's about hydration. Um, you know, the – Time eating and hydration, sleep, uh, those three can knock a lot out. So we've got some videos somewhere that talks a little yeah. bit more into that. But Especially the sleep thing. Yeah. Pro tip number one, recover correctly if you want to train hard. Like yeah. we can do everything right and not be able to train hard because of that. Yep. For sure. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you in the next one.